Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We're three Disney fangirls who probably know more about Disney parks than most grown women should, and we're perfectly okay with that. Yeah, we sure (laughs) are. are. (laughs) Uh, Hello, everyone who is joining us today. I'm Teresa, and you can find me on Instagram at Insightful Life and on Twitter at Gertie the Dino. I am Jane, and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Real Mousewife WDW. Hey there, I am Patty Holiday, and you can find me at NoGuiltDisney.com and on the No Guilt Fangirls podcast, and uh, everywhere on social media at No Guilt Life. Hey, Patty. Hey, Is there anywhere else on social media they can find us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this a trick question? We practiced this. <laughs> yeah, we, we totally nailed it. Um, yeah, we have a Facebook group, guys. We have a Facebook group. If you are on Facebook and you like groups and you like Disney, then there is no reason for you not to be part of the No Guilt Disney Facebook group. And uh, that's exactly what it is called if you want to do a search for it. I will also put a link in our show notes for you so it's easy to click on through and come join us. We'd love to have you. And we also want to throw out while you guys are doing things for us, because we appreciate (laughs) that. Uh, It's super helpful if you are listening to the No Guilt Disney podcast on a platform that allows you to rate and review. If you can give us some of those five stars, maybe leave something cute and sweet and how much you love listening to us and how amazing we are and how you agree with Patty that Teresa hating cheese is the most awful thing you've ever heard before. Like, and how much you love Epcot and Figment. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, all of those things, uh, go ahead and go put those in the reviews because what that does is it helps other Disney fans find us. Kind of tells like the podcasting apps that you like what you're listening to and therefore they move things around in the algorithm in a positive and pleasing manner so that people can actually find us a little bit easier. So if we didn't ask too much of you today by asking you to join our Facebook group and by rating and reviewing, what else do they do? They should subscribe, right? Because of course you don't want to miss anything. Of course. All right. I think I'm going to stop asking because I feel like I've asked a lot already and we haven't even gotten to like the meat of the program here. (laughs) But Patty, we don't want to confuse them. We're not here to serve them. (laughs) (laughs) The listeners are here to serve us. (laughs) Jane. Jane. Everyone's gone. Unsubscribe. Y'all, that's Jane. Okay. Email her at noguiltdisneypod at (sighs) gmail.com. Oh, Jane. Yeah, kidding. Uh Before we jump into this week's episode, I do want to point out a couple of exciting things that are coming up. We have the opening of a brand new attraction that is coming to Hollywood Studios, and there was a 
well, it was exciting to me. So exciting that this is how I was influenced on social media, guys. I watched everybody that went to the new barbecue place at the American Pavilion in Epcot. I watched them all over social media sharing their platters of food to the point where I got up, got dressed, and went out and got barbecue locally. (laughs) 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 I needed needed barbecue in my life. Uh, Now, that might be the Texan in me, all right? So, but it it was, it was, the food looked great. The cool thing is, we got Jane. We got Jane. And this is what you're here for, Jane. Um, So tell us, you actually had the barbecue and you're going to be there on the opening day of Mickey and Minnie's railway, right? I am. All right. Tell us about it. Uh, So this weekend I was popping into Epcot because it was the end of uh, festival of the arts. And I honestly haven't really had a chance to go. So I just wanted to make sure that I popped in, took a couple laps and I had to try the Regal Eagle, which I call the Regal Beagle because I grew up on Three's Company. <laughs> <laughs> you call it the Regal Beagle? A hundred percent. I'm like, let's I will- go to the Regal Beagle and see if Jack and Chrissy are there. <laughs> I will forever be calling it the Regal Beagle now. Thank you. Thank you for that gift. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, Teresa, do you know who Jack and Chrissy are? Yeah, I'm I'm aware, but from like TBS reruns. <laughs> okay, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that when I was watching it, they were in reruns. But as a kid, we watched it every night. It was like six o'clock, right around dinner hour. It was reruns of Three's Company, Larry, Mister and Mrs. Roper. I love it. <laughs> I was like, but now we need to keep talking because the song is going to start playing in my head if we stop. <laughs> Come and knock on my door. All right, so I so, knocked on their door. <laughs> and they were waiting for me. <laughs> this has everything to do with barbecue. It does. Yeah, absolutely. So no, so you went to Epcot. <laughs> yes. And so what I will tell you is there was a line outside. So when you walk up to America, it's on the left-hand side where the old Liberty Inn Quick Service is. That's now the Regal eagle and (laughs) there was a line outside so when you walk by it can look a bit deceiving like oh my gosh there's this line and it's already like halfway to the middle of the america pavilion on the outside and if you've ordered in there before you know that the counter is all the way at the back well the truth was they were holding people at the door oh okay 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 so the line is actually much much shorter Um, And then so they'll hold people at the door because they want to make sure that if you get in to place your order, that you have a place to sit inside if you want to be able to sit inside. There's tables inside and outside. We sat inside because it was a little chilly here. Um, Everything on the menu looked amazing. If you love barbecue, it was like I didn't even know what to look at first. Um, But I did go with there was like a three meat platter because I thought at least that gives me a shot to try a couple of things and got the pulled pork ribs and the brisket and then you got a side with it so I got mac and cheese and then we ordered onion rings as well there was a couple of us splitting it and everything was great everything was great I will say the pulled pork is the best 
um, followed by the ribs. I wasn't really a big fan of the brisket, which I like the flower and garden brisket hash, but this particular brisket wasn't great, but I might've just gotten like a bad batch or something, but gotcha. I thought it was great for quick service and for the value of what you were getting. I was like, this is a home run for me. What And what sauces did you get? Because that's along with meat. I am all about, I saw there's like five or six different sauce options. There are, there's, um, I think there was like five of them. And I actually picked three because one of them, I want to say was very, very ketchup-y. And I was like, I don't need ketchup. And then one of them was a mustard sauce. And I was like, I don't need mustard. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm very, very complicated. So, (laughs) But of the other three, there was one that was vinegar based. There's one that is... Um, a bit thicker. I forgot what they called that one. And honestly, I I took pictures of whatever they were, but I didn't really learn what the names of them were. And I will say that I tried everything in all three of them, but I'd never really tasted like different sauces at the same time. Like I'm very much like one kind of barbecue sauce, throw it on everything, have a good day. Um, but it, they each did taste differently depending upon what you put on it. So I wound up having a different sauce on each one of them because each one tasted better with a different sauce. So I thought that was interesting. All right. All right. And you are going to get to ride this new attraction. Uh, when are you doing that? Um, opening day, Mickey's Runaway Railway. I'll, I have a fast pass for that. So I'll pop on there and get all the details for everyone. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, I need all the details. So I will, we will be talking. We'll be talking uh, after your experience. Uh, I'll be I putting my on- hands in my ears because I will be riding a few <laughs> weeks later and I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Teresa is definitely on the no spoilers, please, where I'm like, give it to me all. Tell me everything. Uh, we're going to, I think we can record a little something, something, but we'll keep it We'll let you know before you click play what spoilers are in there or what level of spoilerage is happening, just in case you're of the Teresa variety and you don't want to have anything, uh, any knowledge, you know, to writing anything new or having a new attraction knowledge. And uh, if you're of the Patty variety and you want all the details, then uh, come to the Facebook group and message Jane and she'll tell you everything <laughs> after cool. next week. Uh, but we'll try to strike somewhere in the middle of the balance when you get off the ride, because I do want to hear about it and I want your experiences. And I like the immediacy of you being local and being able to tell us these things like as soon as you do it. So, all right. That being said, let's talk Dapper Day. All right. So today, today we wanted to talk about a subset of the Disney fandom, one that I've dabbled in a little bit. Teresa has completely full on embraced and well, Jane, 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 Jane. I just don't get it. (laughs) What don't you get? So a couple of times a year, I walk into my theme park. (laughs) And there's all these people walking around in heels and dresses. And it's very over the top. And I just don't understand it. So I need you guys to explain Dapper Days to me. So that's what we're going to talk about. And by the way, people, Jane used to work in the fashion industry. I don't sure. You kind of still do. But um, I, I am super amused that that is coming from you because 
I am the most, I, I am the least fashionable of this group. Like I need help. Rem- a couple of, it wasn't that long ago. I think it was two years ago that I asked Jane to tell me why I needed makeup brushes and how to apply a full face of makeup. Cause I had no idea. It definitely happened. It, it happened. She had to send me a YouTube tutorial. She sent me to the store with a grocery list of things to purchase. I didn't know what I was doing. So I'm just saying, I just find this odd that I like this and you have absolutely zero interest in it. I wouldn't have guessed that. It's just, it, it, it to me, it's just when you go to Disney, you're walking around all day long. Comfort is very key to me when you're going to the parks. And even though I'm a local, I can pop in and out for an hour or two hours very easily. And even with that, it just seems like it just seems very uncomfortable. (laughs) I mean, I'll be the first to say that participating in Dapper Day you need to be a little bit extra <laughs> because, you know, it, yes, it is getting dressed up and going into a theme park. But I, not not the first time I have did it, I did not do it well. But after that, I found ways to do it comfortably. Like I, more power to the people who can wear the heels all day. I will go and find cute flats that go with my outfits um, and that are comfortable to walk miles and miles in. <laughs> Or you can do what I did. I can't believe I'm going to confess this. But I own, I am the proud owner of a pair of croc high heels. I'm quitting the pod. Yes, that's right. I was like, and I'm the one who's getting kicked off the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Croc high heels. That's what I wore on my first dapper day. I Because I wanted to wear high heels because I wanted to look cute and be in this adorable dress. But I also knew my limitations and I knew my feet are very they get annoyed with me very easily. So I knew I wouldn't last. And I, I wore Crocs. Yes, Crocs. I will take a picture. They're adorable and put them in the show notes in the in the blog post if anybody would like to see my ideal. I read I really do. I'm gonna (laughs) I can't I'm trying to picture them. And do they have like the the holes? (laughs) No, no, no. <laughs> that was like you, when I picture Crocs, I just m- immediately picture the holes. <laughs> yeah, no, you wouldn't know that they were Crocs in a picture. Like me walking past you, you maybe you would, you know, be able to tell that they were rubber. <laughs> they were rubber shoes, but in a picture, they just look like like okay. beige shoes, sandals. I'm shoes, I'm willing so, to yeah. reserve judgment until I see them. I mean, I'm not reserving judgment, but I still want to see that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jane, oh, Jane, oh, Jane, oh, Jane, oh, Jane. All right. Uh, So, Teresa, tell us a little bit. What is Dapper Day? Like, we've already we've already jumped ahead to shoe wear, but um, (laughs) tell us tell us a little bit about what it is and uh, how people can find out more about it if they want to do it themselves. Sure. So, Dapper Days was originally started by a group of Disney fans who they planned on doing an outing to Disneyland wearing outfits that the guests would have worn when the park opened in 1955. So I think the first one was back in 2011, and it was a small-ish group, I want to say small compared to now. So they had about 100 people who attended, and as happens with the internet, once people started seeing pictures from it online, it gained a lot of popularity really quickly. And I think it started to take off even more in recent years as Disney bounding has become more popular. So it's more common to see people dressing up in different ways and going into the parks. And this, you know, adding Disney bounding to Dapper Day gave people a chance not just to wear some retro outfits, but find a way to put a Disney twist on them. 
Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. It's it's definitely changed, and there's there's people that dress up like in mashups for Dapper Day. There's people that go all out, and it's almost a costume level. And then there's other people that are just more, uh, I don't know, fancy dress clothes, just looking dapper that day. You know, it's so it's interesting. There's there's all kinds of all kinds of things out there. Yeah, and. Um, We'll say it's grown so much, um, just not even in terms of the number of people who attend, but how much they've expanded it. So they now have it, they have fall and spring weekends um, at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. And in recent years, they added Disneyland Paris to their lineup. Uh, and so in the long, if Disneyland, they have their Dapper Day Expo in one of the resorts so people can shop for outfits and accessories. In Florida, they don't do it that big, but they'll do small pop-up shops over the weekend. So it's, yeah, it's massively, um, it's become a big deal. And I love attending. (laughs) And also just a side note, it's not called the same thing, but there is a Dapper Day type thing uh, that happens at Universal Orlando and Universal Hollywood. At least at Universal Orlando, it is called the nine and three quarters day <laughs> dressed to the nine and three quarters day, I think is what it's called. I like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if that is your preferred geekdom, then consider checking them out. And I mean, I want to say I've seen pictures of it at both coasts, but both Hollywood and universal Orlando, but I'm not sure if it's run by the same people if they do it. Like, yes, I don't know if it's the same like umbrella, like Dapper Day is under one umbrella. I think so. Um, um, so uh, it's I can't remember if it's DapperDay.com or DapperDays.com, um, but they do have a website and they're, all of the events for the year are listed on their website and they include... Um, like I said, they include Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and Disneyland Paris. So I think it's the same same group who's facilitating all of it. Right, but I don't know if it's the same for Universal. That's what oh, I was gotcha. trying okay. to, yes, to gotcha. spit out. Yeah, I don't know if Universal plays by the same rules. So when you get dressed up in these costumes, is it just I get dressed up and I'm just going to the park and going about my day? Or are there meetups? Like, what happens on Dapper Day? I mean, the, you know, uh, the the biggest part is, yeah, yeah, the answer is yes. Um, I would say the biggest part really is it's going and taking pictures and really just finding, you know, it's, it's finding another group of Disney fans who's as nerdy about something like this as you are. So it's just, it's fun to kind of see everybody, you know, dressed up in their outfits and be there together as a group collectively doing this to celebrate your love of Disney. But there are meetups that are planned. Um, some of them, there's some semi-official ones, um, although they'll do events and they do schedule um, which parks they're going to be in. So I've got the dates for the the next ones coming up here. So if you're interested in Dapper Day, either now or after listening to this full episode, uh, so the spring dates are Sunday, April 19th in Disneyland, Saturday, May 2nd in Hollywood Studios, and Sunday, May 3rd in Epcot at Walt Disney World, and then Saturday, May 9th in Disneyland Paris. Hmm. All right. All right. We kind of now know what it is. Uh, let's talk about why we do it. Teresa, what about this appeal to you from a Disney fan perspective? I feel like looking back, there's two real reasons I can sort of hone in on why I love participating in Dapper Days so much. 
And the first is when I was a kid, my dad would always have Turner Classic Movies on the TV. So my childhood was pretty much filled with movies from the 40s, 50s, and 60s. And the result of that was I really became drawn to the fashion of that era. And the other part to that is I'm a former theater major, so it really does not take much convincing to get me to dress up, especially in an outfit that goes a little outside of what I wear day to day. I will jump at that at any opportunity. And like I mentioned before, it's just it's so much more fun when you're doing it with a group of friends and strangers who are all doing the same thing and you're just celebrating your love of Disney and any any chance to go to a Disney park and dress up. I'm I'm a fan. I love to wear a cute costume or be themed or something, but it looks like everything that everyone is wearing is so expensive and it's so over the top. And I'm always like, I just can't seem to get myself to pull the trigger to do it. (laughs) And it can be. I mean, so I think dressing up for Dapper Day is whatever you make it. Um, A lot of the outfits that I do, I base it, you know, my base thing, I'll usually do a dress, especially for Dapper Day outfits, but it will be like an $18 dress that I got off of Amazon. (laughs) And I do a lot of solid colors. So that way I can do it as a regular Disney bound. I can dress it up and put some crinoline under it for Dapper Day. But I like doing solid colored dresses because then I can reuse them for other outfits or just wear them out. I'm I'm a big fan of if I'm going to buy something, especially as a Disney bound, I need to be able to use it for multiple outfits because I don't just want to spend the money and then have it sit in my closet because I use it once. Yeah, I'm going to echo pretty much all of that. Um, Amazon for the win all the time, anytime. Love Amazon. Uh, Mostly because I can order, it shows up if it doesn't fit, if it doesn't look right, if it doesn't, you know, pull together what I think it's going to do, I can send it right back. Yes. Uh, So yeah, I'm all about that. And then uh, color blocking, I do the same thing. I just do, I try to figure out characters that can be distinguishable by simple colors and and make you stand out that way. I mean, sometimes I totally miss the mark. Uh, for example, <laughs> it wasn't a dapper day, but I was trying to Disney bound as Belle in the yellow dress. And so I put on this red shrug of Teresa's. I borrowed her, her shrug uh, and put this cute little red headband in my hair. And I asked somebody who I was and they said, you're Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I was like, all right. So I rolled with it. Yeah, I sure am. <laughs> I sure am. Yes. Um, I was I was thinking that we were what we were going for, what we had in our head was yellow dress bell, and then the red accent was like the rose, right? Yeah. It was too much red, or I just looked like Winnie the Pooh, because if you've seen me, I don't oh. know, I look like Winnie the Pooh. Well, no, but he uh, has his red sweater, and it was, I'm like, it made much more sense, and it, I felt it kind totally of dumb <laughs> that it didn't occur right. to me first. Like, I was with right. you for, you know, an hour before someone said that, and I'm like, looking, I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that I should have come to mind first. We were scanning into Epcot, and they were like, oh, are you going to go see Winnie the Pooh with your Dapper, with your uh, Disney bound? Oh, and I was like... <laughs> Correct. I was like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> so anywho, uh, color blocking for the win. And uh, and that's what I do too, is is that I will say that the two, I have done two official Dapper Day looks and I have never worn either dress ever again. Not because I couldn't, just because I haven't, I guess. Uh, but I also think I spent 15 and $14 on those dresses. So, I mean, I, I, I didn't go crazy, you know, with doing it. 
Um, the other thing that I think when you're dapper daying, you can go far with accessories. Mm-hmm. And so you can really make um, your if you're Disney bounding or whatever, you can make it stand out more with accessories. And that's something that's an easy way to also repurpose, you know, your outfits another time. But uh, I like Dapper Day just because it makes me think of Disneyland and Walt Disney and those old, you know, when you see the stories or the, the clippings from the newspaper about like date night at Disneyland and you see how everybody used to dress up to go to Disneyland. I love that. I mean, you're right, Jane. I like to be comfortable and I'm usually wearing uh, my UFOs flip-flops around the parks. I mean, you're, you're absolutely 100% correct on that. But there's something about dressing up every now and then that is nostalgic to me. And so the couple of times I've done it, I did crinoline. I did fascinators in my hair. Like I did the whole thing and loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I loved, I loved seeing everybody embracing that as well. So what have you guys worn to the Dapper Days that you've participated in? Since I sort of briefly mentioned it earlier, so the very first Dapper Day look that I did, I mostly did it well. I decided to be Clarice the Chipmunk, um, and this was back before she had made her return to Walt Disney World. Nobody knew who she was or really who I was most of the time, but she's one of my favorite characters. So I found this... um, she had, wears like a Hawaiian style outfit um, with this seafoam dress, seafoam green dress, and yellow lay necklace. So I tried to recreate that a little bit with a retro feel. So instead of like a strapless dress like she has, I did one of the same color that's fitted at the top and you know had room to do some crinoline underneath. And I think I did a brown cardigan because she's a chipmunk and like a necklace, a like big yellow necklace with flowers and a flower in my hair. And I wore these cute cute brown shoes. And because Chip and Dale were only meeting in Hollywood Studios at the time, and Dapper Day was in Epcot, I was like, I'll, I'll go over to Hollywood Studios first. I'll get my picture with Chip and Dale. So I at least have one that kind of pulls it all together. And then I'll do the walkway back over to Epcot, which was a horrible decision in the shoes that I was wearing because I didn't <laughs> I they were comfortable at work, not so much walking a mile between parks. So shortly after I got there, I was like, all right, I'm hopping on a bus now. I'm going back to my room and I'm switching into flat shoes. So now I know better and I will always do flat shoes for my Dapper Day outfits. So, Well, if you had worn the Croc High Heels, it would have been fine. <laughs> if I had worn them, I wouldn't have left the room, period. <laughs> oh, and you said you weren't going to judge until you saw them. Teresa, I'm so <laughs> proud. <Rude. laughs> um, um, the other outfit that I'm really proud of, I actually didn't wear it uh, to Dapper Days. Uh, I did it for D23 Expo, and I decided to do a dapper version of Captain Marvel. So same kind of concept. I had a solid blue dress with gold crinoline underneath for that one. Um, the red cardigan that Patty actually wore when she was Winnie the Pooh, I had that on. I had these <laughs> long red gloves, and I had this necklace and headband that had her um, her star emblem on it and very comfortable red shoes. <laughs> um, Winnie the Pooh slash Belle. And the slash <laughs> Snow White, which I've also used that one for Snow White, along with the same blue dress as Captain Marvel. So like I said, repeat. I love repeat outfits. You just change the accessories. Super easy. <laughs> uh, the first offer day I did was Snow White. 
I did a, I did a Disney bound Snow White. Originally, I wasn't going to do a Disney bound, and I actually this is where Amazon like came in. I think it, they sent me I don't know forty <laughs> different dresses uh, that were of that kind of fortyish style because I definitely wanted to wear crinoline and I and I totally wanted to to have that kind of a look. And I tried on everything, and I couldn't find anything that I really liked. And then I think I was on Pinterest. And Pinterest gives you all kinds of great, crazy ideas. And on Pinterest, I saw a Snow White easy uh, Disney bound. And I was like, I can do that for Dapper Day with some crinoline and some cute cat eye red sunglasses and a little apple purse. And uh, yeah, so that was my first one. And I think we spent, I don't know, I want to say an hour (laughs) maybe two hours in the parks um, wearing our outfits because we were running the half marathon the next day and we just knew we weren't going to walk around in our heels all day long. And so we went in and took pictures and kind of watched everybody else and did some people watching and then we left. So that's the other thing too is both of the the friend and I that did this, Alicia uh, did it with me that year. We were both annual pass holders. So we didn't feel like we had to spend a ton of time in the parks that days. We just wanted the experience and we wanted to see the community. And we saw some amazing, amazing Dapper Day looks. Uh, This is all at Disney World. And then the second time I did it, I went into Epcot and I was really proud of this one. I was little orange bird. And so it was this orange dress. I actually had yellow crinoline think it was the same yellow crinoline uh, that I used for Snow White. Green wrap to and a green fascinator thing in my hair and this green purse and my very comfortable Crocs. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that one was fun. And I went into Epcot. It was during Flower and Garden. So there was actually a lot of like citrusy kind of stuff mm-hmm. to take some pictures in front of. Uh, but my favorite part was when not one, but like multiple groups of people were like, oh, how cute is little orange bird? Like they knew what I was. And that was what made me so happy. Because I think, A, you like when you feel good and you look cute, you want people to tell you that. I mean, who doesn't, right? But I was so honored that these other like experts in this dress up field, <laughs> this dapper day, Disney bound experience, that they were able to tell who I was and give me some some compliments on it it was really nice so uh those are the those are the two that i've done uh the the third one i did i did snow white again but it was for a red carpet but the whole outfit it was and it was a different blue dress and it was a different apple purse so it did look it had a completely different feel than that first one that i did it was definitely more a dressier uh look that i pulled together well it's just it's a Uh, contemporary version of being mm -hmm, dapper yeah Exactly, exactly. And I think that's an important thing to note is that Dapper is, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be the 40s. Like you don't have to do 40s and 50s, you know, look, it can, it's, it's just dressed to the nines, just dressed in whatever style, but dress up is kind of the idea behind it, I think. One thing I've never done, but I really want to do is go to, if they have, next time they do one at Epcot, I want to dress, but go in the same the spirit of the original dapper day is with disneyland and the year disneyland opened i want to go in epcot dressed up you know the year epcot opened so find some like 1982 maybe do a version of like the bubblegum wall with some sequins and like real big shoulder pads <laughs> wow oh boy <laughs> As Jane says, oh boy. <laughs> I'm like working this out in my head as I'm saying it. 
<laughs> Look, I don't ever want to hear anything about my Crocs again. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, Jane, what about you? If you were going to do a Dapper Day outfit, what would yours look like? What would you do? Well, Patty. <laughs> what if, would it involve Crocs? <laughs> it would not involve Crocs, nor would it involve sequins and shoulder pads. <laughs> but there were two things that you talked about that really hit home for me. One being um, Snow White, because I love her. I loved Disney Bound as her. She's my favorite of the princesses. And so I would probably do a Disney Bound of her. But then the other thing that really hit home for me, and I think it's one of the reasons I, t- I kind of stay away from Dapper Day, is you said how great it was that people are, you know, do these amazing costumes and they were giving you compliments. I can't not do everything super extra. <laughs> so it would be like, I have to have the greatest dress of all time. I have to have the best shoes in the world. I have to have like, and that's where things spiral completely out of control. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can see that with you. I can see that with you. Yeah. yeah. All right, but what character would you, if you did a Disney man, what would you do? Um, and so it would either be Snow White or I would probably go with one of the villains, probably Maleficent. She's my oh, favorite. That would be fun. Yeah. Plus, it's like all black like the makeup things. for that would be fun. I love makeup. Can we talk about that? Well, and <laughs> character couture, they can do some <laughs> Maleficent for you. I'm just saying, adult Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. <laughs> yeah, so one of those two would definitely be. On my list, for sure. All right. And then real quick, mashups, yes or no? Mashups are when you take basically two characters from different fandoms, and then you mash them together, and you create a look. So in, like, the Ren Disney circles, it was cool to do, um, like, a Boba Fett with Rapunzel, right? Or I think the first one I saw, I got to give Autumn her due. Autumn uh, Ziegler did... Uh, Boba Fett and Elsa and it was amazing <laughs> and I think she was the first Mandalorian who uh, who did that for a running costume but um, if you were going to pull off a mashup do you like mashups would you do a mashup what are your feelings on mashups because some some people are really like anti-mashup well say I've never done one but I love the idea of it uh, I think it's something for me, you, I feel like you have to plan it out a little more than doing a regular either Dapper Day outfit or a Disney bounding outfit, just because you have to make sure you have enough elements of each to really yes. convey who you're combining, or it's just going to look like you only, you know, it's going to look like an underwhelming version of one or the other. So I, I'm very impressed by anybody who does them and does them well, because just because of the extra time and attention that you know they put into making it happen. I agree. I think from some of the ones that I've seen, they're really great. There's one there's one that I have saved to my Pinterest board that constantly just keeps coming up and being like, be this, be this. And no surprise, it's um, Snow White Boba Fett. But, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing because you can see both elements of each character – but mm-hmm. I don't know if I personally could do one because I, again, it's I would go out of control. And then I think it has a, there's a real fine line of, it can go really off kilter really quickly. Um, and so that's, I would just be concerned that people wouldn't either know what it was or 
I would just do it terribly. So I think no, I if, think if, if I try it, I'll stick to one. Well, and I think sometimes it also helps for, I think either if you're doing a mashup or doing a more obscure character, it can help if you're doing it with a group, because then you at least can, you know, if you're, you know, you can at least put the pieces together the more you see. So I know I've seen, um, going back to princesses and Star Wars combos, I've seen some really good ones of Jedi versions of the princesses, and one standing alone, I might not have put it together but when you have three or four it's just like oh okay i see i see what's happening here yeah yeah for sure for sure and i agree i think that you know when you do a mashup you definitely have to have like all the elements and a lot of little um details and that's part of the fun i think with dapper days that you can do some really great clever clever details with accessories because again i think that's kind of what sells it to some extent but yeah, that would take a lot of planning. And you know me, I don't, <laughs> I like to plan, but I'm not like Teresa levels of planning. So we'll leave that one up to <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> I'm going to come out with something for all three of us. All right. Well, keep us posted. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when I need to go on to Amazon yeah. and, uh, and what I need to get. I'm like, what I'm hearing is you guys are coming for Dapper Day and you're going to dress me. <laughs> yeah. As, and as we know, I have many cardigans I can bring that anybody can wear. This is true. You want to be Winnie the Pooh? You want to be uh, Belle? You want to be, we can make it work. Snow White? Uh, all right. All right. Well, that was fun. And uh, Dapper Day or Disney Bound or whatever. This kind of turned into a discussion of like all of the above. But if you have thoughts on it, come over to the Facebook group. Let's talk about Dapper Daying. If you've got pictures. Yes, please send us all the pictures. That's where we want to see the pictures. So come join the Facebook group. No Guild Disney on Facebook. Drop your pictures in there. We want to see them all because... We really like it. And that's also probably where I will show off my amazing Croc sandals. You're not going to want to miss that. You, yeah, I, mean, I know you're I'm not. not. <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> All right. Enough out of you. So come on over to the Facebook group and join us each week on the No Guilt Disney podcast, because as Patty likes to say, it's no fun to fangirl Disney alone. <laughs>